Hello, hello, Jose Mihi over here again from New Home Programs, and we are entering the hot buying season uh, in real estate. Uh, the second quarter, uh, April, May, and June tend to be the very, very hot months uh, for both buyers and sellers. And um, we're entering this market right now, and uh, I, I started thinking, you know, what's one way I can help everybody listening um, on how they can try to take advantage um, of this market and present their best offers um, and prepare themselves uh, because it can get a little crazy out there. Um, it can also be a little bit discouraging as well. So um, I want to give you some tips real fast. Um, there's about three or four different things that I want to cover uh, very quickly uh, that can hopefully help you as a buyer. Uh, try to win the property for your home because, uh, you know, there's a lot of movement going on. And uh, for a lot of us, you know, we really just want to kind of get started uh, and try to get our kids uh, settled into the new house, into the new schools, et cetera, et cetera, uh, before the actual new school season begins here in Florida. Number one, uh, getting financed, right? You want to get into the uh, the financing part of, of, of being able to get pre-approved, finding out how much house you can buy, knowing, understanding what type of loan you can get, um, also having your credit looked at um, just to see if there's any tweaks that you need to make. Um, so that's number one, okay? However, um, in addition to that, if everything is in order and in align with your financing, you want to be able to ask your lender if they will allow you to get pre-underwritten by the bank. And what this means is that they'll actually have an underwriter look at the details of your file, look at your documents. Um, that means that uh, their loan processor, the person that's responsible for getting all the documents uh, for the underwriter to evaluate, um, they will also do the verifications of employment, the verifications of rent. So it's almost like you've already have a house picked out and it's actually getting processed and looked at. You can actually do that pre, uh, pre-contract, so before you actually even find your house, okay? And you would think that every bank would do this, um, have this option for most people because it provides more peace of mind, but in actuality, that's not the case. Um, and the reason being, for the most part, in my understanding, is that, you know, if you're not someone who has a, a contract in place and an agreement to buy a house... Um, well, what happens is that, you know, you got all these people at the bank and the mortgage companies working your files, not knowing if you're ever going to actually even select a house to begin with. And so what you're doing is you're actually utilizing their time um, and they're being paid by mortgage companies or banks. Right. Uh, they're on an hourly basis as well. And they're being paid not knowing if you're ever going to select a house or not. OK, so don't be surprised if the bank or a mortgage company tells you that that's not an option that they have. Um, you can, if you ask that question, also be ready that uh, the loan officer, the person in the forefront of everything, they're probably going to tell you that uh, that everything looks good and not to worry about getting under pre underwritten because uh, in their experience, your file looks great. And it very well maybe that's the case. However, if you do want that additional peace of mind, ask the bank if they can pre underwrite you. Um, it'll be a couple weeks, two or three weeks to wait. Uh, but the, the wait is uh, well worth it uh, because you have a lot of peace of mind. And what will happen is that once you got that approval from that underwriter and you start looking for a house, guess what? You've already pretty much broken down all the time that's necessary. Um, and now when you have a contract 
instead of being a four to six week process, now it becomes more of a two week process. So literally they can get you, once you get that contract, all they're going to do is order the appraisal. They might ask you for newer pay stubs and newer, you know, a few little more updated documents. But aside from that, they've already verified your employment. They verified your rents. Anything they needed to verify, they ver maybe verified the transcripts, all that stuff. All the verifications that have, have taken they've taken place. Uh, so you're literally going to probably closing in under a couple of weeks. Um, so why is that appealing uh, to a seller? Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, when you make that offer, um, you can have your realtor exuberate or communicate with um, the the realtor, the seller's realtor that, hey, listen, you know, you could they can actually say this person, my buyer has actually already been through the process of all verifications. The underwriter has already looked the file, looked at their file and all the details to it. Um, actually stamped it as an approval. Um, all we need to do really is after you guys say you agree to our offer, we're going to order that appraisal right away. We're going to do the home inspection. And within a few weeks, we're closing. Okay. So it's almost like you're, it's almost like a cash deal. You know, if somebody has straight cash and they're going to make an offer on a house and get it, they're closing in another couple of weeks. Okay. And that's the way you can compete with other people that have cash or that have or conventional financing. Um, is to get pre-underwritten. So make sure you ask that question first when you're trying to decipher which mortgage company to go with. Um, again, there are very few people that can do them, so don't be surprised if they tell you that they won't do it or they can't do it, okay? Uh, number two is, um, you know, have your realtor and your loan officer call the listing agent that represents the seller and not only tell them about uh, that the fact that you've been pre-underwritten, but let them tell, you know, tell them a little bit about your file, you know, tell them what your credit scores are, what the DTI looks like. Um, you know, you want to kind of be able to kind of give them an idea that this is a solid file. Uh, you're a salaried employee. You should have, there should be no problems whatsoever. And, you know, that's, you know, the icing on the cake would be that the underwriters already looked at your file as well. So don't be afraid to reveal a little bit about your file and be transparent, you know, throw some information out there uh, so they can see the numbers and say, OK, we're not going to have any problems with this person. OK, uh, number two, understand your local market. Um, you know, for the most part, a lot of markets in Florida and in or in the Tampa Bay area, um, you know, you have to be very aggressive with your offers. Um, some more than other others uh, for those people who are familiar uh, Wesley Chapel is one of those areas that, you know, uh, you got to go above and beyond uh, to really get the house uh, that you're looking for. Um, if you go out to areas like uh, maybe, you know, Zephyr Hills, Dade City, maybe Spring Hill, Brooksville, um, you have a little bit of leeway, but not as much as you think either. <laughs> All right. So, um, so understand your local market, uh, but get with your realtor, um, get prepared, do a buyer consultation, sit down first before you actually start looking at properties get familiar with the process and understand the local markets based on what you're trying to purchase um, and just be aggressive with your offer okay uh, be aggressive in the areas of the deposit you know have a heavy deposit um, make your the time frame that you're going to do the home inspection you know don't wait 10 to 14 days uh, use five days seven days um, to let the seller know that you're going to do your diligence, but you're not going to spend a whole lot of time uh, before you get back to them to let them know what your intentions are. All right. Uh, one little trick also that you can actually use is something called an escalation clause. And this is actually used when you're going against other offers. 
And basically what you're telling the seller is you're telling them what your offer is. And if there's other offers that are coming in, you can actually put a clause in there that says, um, seller, um, I understand you might get multiple offers. And so if you do get more other offers that are, that are at that, uh, will you yield more money than what my initial offer is? I'll go up to a specific amount above any other offer that's more than mine at a specific cap. Okay. Um, and that way you can say, Hey, listen, I'll go an additional thousand dollars beyond any other offer. However, no more than $5,000 beyond any other offer. Okay. So that's another little trick. They call it an escalation clause. Make sure you get with your realtor to explain that to you. Okay. I hope you guys found this useful. Uh, I did go over a little bit more than I wanted to, but, um, I know it's a hot market there and I know people appreciate, um, any little tricks that they can get, uh, to get above, you know, get, get ahead of the game. Um, but we'll talk to you soon. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to me, send me a message. Um, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Happy buying season. Bye-bye.